everybody, and welcome to Who in Review, the podcast where friends gather together to yell over top of each other about a thing that they love. Yay! That thing being Doctor Who. (laughs) I'm Nick G, and uh, today we're going to be previewing uh, Series 11 of Doctor Who, the first uh, with Jodie Whittaker as the 13th Doctor, and here with me to do that are Chloe. Your wife. Five. So, <laughs> hello everybody. And Nick Z. Hello everybody. Mm. Um. So as it stands right now, we're about a little over a week out from the new series starting. Yeah. And for for the new series, there is a new a new doctor, a new showrunner, three new companions, a new TARDIS, a new knight. Uh, a new sonic screwdriver, a new TARDIS, a new costume, a new logo, all new monsters, a new theme composer, entirely new writers, new cameras. You said new, new TARDIS everything. twice. Did you want to say TARDIS another time? Oh uh, yeah, new TARDIS. Ah. Ah. Um, do you get the sense that there's a bit of a mandate here? It sounds like they're changing everything. For I guess the, the question is: Is this for the the better or not? Well, I don't I don't think they're changing everything though. Like it's not like they've What's left? made Doctor What. Well, Doctress Who. Oh, God. (laughs) Doctor is one of those titles where it doesn't matter the gender, it's just Doctor. Doctor, she's a woman. Who? Oh, God. (laughs) As long as they didn't turn it, change it to Nurse Who, I'm happy. Yeah. Yep. I think think they might be changing it to Bowsette. Bowsette. They're gonna put the super crown. Basically, they put the super crown on the Doctor, and now we have we have Lady Doctor Who. They put the super crown on the TARDIS, and that was one of the best episodes of the series. That's true. We got mm. Helena Bonham Carter as the TARDIS. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, we couldn't afford Helena Bonham Carter, but we essentially got <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah. She was really good. Saran Jones. She was very good, but yeah. like it was Helena Bonham Carter, right? It, it, it was written for. It her. was a Helena Bonham Carter type. Yes, that's true. <laughs> That's true. In the same way that in the early 2000s, if you couldn't afford Michael Sarah, you got Jesse Eisenberg. It's funny because now it's the opposite. Now it's the opposite, yeah. <laughs> or if you couldn't afford Mark Wahlberg, you got Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. And now you just get John Cena. No, you don't. You can't see him. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we put the super crown on, on the doctor, and now we have a lady doctor. And yeah. hey, it's about time, as the trailer has said. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we got, mm-hmm. um, we've had two teaser trailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, going way back, we had, like, the reveal of who the Doctor was. Yeah. But yeah. In, in recent run-up, we've had two teaser trailers, two trailer trailers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think just today, a minute of the first episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Woman Who Felt Earth. We all watch this? Oh, yeah. Have you seen yeah, this? Have you heard and... about this? <laughs> Like a subway, subway, whatever. There's like a, a police constable, and, yeah, uh, and another guy, and the doctor, and everybody's like, "Who? Who's this lady on the train?" And the doctor's like, "I don't know. I'm just looking for a doctor." Mm. That was the re- that was the rejected name of the episode, "Lady on a Train." <laughs> <laughs> is it like snakes on a plane? It is. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a spiritual successor. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have first episode, "The Woman Who Fell to Earth," sixty-five minutes. 
Um, wow. Not in theaters, as far as I know. Even at huh. geez, so even a new time for Doctor Who. All, yeah, yeah. Even the structure of the season is slightly different because we're getting ten episodes as opposed to like thirteen. We're doing an HBO huh. season. We're doing an HBO season. Ooh. Probably not by accident. This is probably like <laughs> no. to align it with like. We're setting out that this isn't television. Yeah. No, it's HBO. <laughs> this isn't television. It's BBC. <laughs> um, okay. And each each episode is slightly longer. Mm. Like each of us, like five minutes, five minutes longer. No, than the last. <laughs> oh boy. Just, it, it just it gets incrementally up. longer and longer. <laughs> the grains of rice. Uh, God. Yeah, At the a... end of the season, it's literally just like you sit down for a week and you watch it in real time. <laughs> oh, God. They're all, yeah, they're all like 50 minute episodes. Um, oh, the wow. opener is 65 minutes. Presumably, the finale will be a little longer as well. The finale is typically a little longer, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. and lately, lately, historically, the opener has also been a little longer. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if it was just for one season or for two, but they had, they aired the premiere in theaters in North America. I'm kind of surprised they're not airing this one. Yeah. Considering they can put, like, shitty anime movies in theaters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Another well, thing we did on our honeymoon. That's true. That's true. Ooh. We definitely went and saw a shitty anime movie in a theater on our honeymoon. Boy. Sure wasn't that bad. It was, it was, it was fun. It was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's just not the, uh, the the demographic they're going for. Like, the impression I got, especially watching the the one minute of the first episode, was that it was... And, and from the trailers, too. Was that it's uh, the the overall tone isn't the same thing as like uh, as it was with with Eccleston all the way back in the first series of the new Doctor Who, where you know kind of like gritty, maybe a little bit edgy, and you know all these all these hip sci-fi motifs. <laughs> it seemed to be kind of going back, maybe a little bit to something like a little bit of Baker, maybe a little bit of. Uh, of uh, of of seven, whose name for whatever reason is on the tip of my tongue. McCoy. Sylvester McCoy, thank you. The tip of your what? A little bit of that. Oh, oh. I, I just had that word in my in my head, and now it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Tip of my something. But yeah, it's it's got that tone where it's it seems to be maybe a little bit serious, but there's also a lot more lightheartedness to it. Campiness. Perhaps. Campiness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's bringing back rainbow suspenders, so. Mm. True. I'm not getting a super campy vibe though yet, per se. Well, I don't, yeah, I like mean, I'm getting lighthearted f- but not camp. Yeah, well, they're not, they're not going to go full like '60s Batman. <laughs> That'd be a little much. Pow zonk. <laughs> <laughs> the '80s were really close. We got to that. Yeah, huh? yeah, but definitely getting a lot of even. I mean, Colin Baker's season was not exactly lighthearted mm. all the way through, and like fun and zany mm. in stark contrast to his outfit <laughs> mm, yeah fig. yeah but I, I don't know i could see it maybe going around there did he actually have rainbow suspenders or just plain suspenders he, he just had suspenders but his coat was fairly rainbow yeah because i was thinking the rainbow suspenders was mork and mindy yeah his... yeah. yeah maybe yeah. we're getting an homage to our dear departed robin <laughs> williams maybe oh hey 
Yeah. If she has a little pin where it's like a hand pointing to the left. Yeah. I mean, she also is like, I mean, it is an alien trying to make their her way in human society. Yeah. yeah. So like maybe, maybe it is supposed to be an homage. That's kind of fun. At the very least, that first episode's got to be a, an homage and name to the great David Bowie movie, The Man Who Fell to Earth. <laughs> Can we agree on the David Bowie movie? <laughs> uh, sure was that the one where like there's all these psychedelic scenes and like an alien mm, for better like for better no. term, probes no that's that's communion with uh christopher right Walker. okay totally that different movie yeah that was that was fell to earth it's like david bowie is is probably an alien but maybe not but mostly probably yes i mean but it's just like this guy this an eccentric in a small english town May or may not be an alien, but he's probably an alien, and he's played by David Bowie. So the, the true life story he, of David Bowie. And yeah, and he, and, he, and he starts a super successful business and becomes super rich. Yes, huh. yes. And Rip Torn is in it. <laughs> so Rip Torn might be in this episode, is what I'm trying to say. I mean, is this entirely going to be homages to like dead celebrities in the last yeah. two years? Are we going? Is she going to wear like a prince jacket? I hope so. That'd be pretty cool. Because that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, I was going to say, um, you're talking about lighthearted. Like, I was going to say, like, oh, because it's, you know, it feels like it, or wants to seem like it doesn't have any, anything to prove when it has, like, the most to prove. It does. Yeah. yeah. And I guess I'm, like, a little bit, like, it's such a hard balance that they need to strike because you want it to be lighthearted, but you want it to be serious. You don't want people to not be taking it seriously at all because then they'll be like, well, it's a woman. And so you can't take it seriously already. And then mm. we're making it mm. like it's it's a trifle. Yeah. So, but you can't have it be too serious because then you get into like the DC comic movie problem, yeah, which, which is just taking itself do, too seriously. Yeah. It is very clear nobody wants that no it's no. been proven no especially for doctor who yeah like mm-hmm. well i mean i still stand by lighthearted, but i don't think it's going to be lighthearted all the way through it's not like we're going to be getting the sarah jane adventures starring doctor who mm. yeah you know mm-hmm. it's not going to be that frivolous but mm-hmm. no there's one thing that i know Chloe is going to be very happy about. Oh, does she get new pants? With the season. Unknown about the pants. <laughs> I, put a, I put a note here on next to new costume just to touch. We're not going to talk a ton about the new costume. Because I think we already did at some level. We did, yeah. Um, but <laughs> Bottom line, I hate her pants still. Why yeah. couldn't she be wearing... Why couldn't she be wearing pants? Okay, sorry, sorry. I know you here said just to touch. Here, here's, no. here's the pants. No. Okay, so like, here's the thing. Like culottes are currently having like a moment in fashion mm-hmm. and i don't know if that's why they chose them and i mean if so like i guess that's that's good that they're like paying attention to current fashion trends however mm-hmm. they're just so fucking stupid looking yeah well well chris chibnall was the one who wrote the the episode where they were like on a pirate ship that was really like a spaceship wasn't didn't he wasn't he okay um... that's a good question so, mm. like, so he just I'm, stole I'm those sure pants? I don't think he did. Well, not, not necessarily that he stole those pants, but like water will be a theme. Uh, she'll be wading through some some uh, knee-high uh, water. 
Maybe maybe she'll be getting some rice from the no. rice paddy. He wrote he wrote episodes in that season, but not not. No, 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 that's not the same season. He wrote Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. Okay. And he wrote The Power of Three, a.k.a. Cubed. Yep. Those are the ones he wrote. Okay. I mean, we can count our blessings, at least that we weren't, like, you know, MC Hammer harem pants. (laughs) Friggin' parachutes, you know. Actually, that might have been handy of her falling out of the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't understand why they couldn't have put... They they managed to put Matt Smith in, like, regular pants. (laughs) Yeah. And why she couldn't also wear regular pants. It's not in the budget. (laughs) Yeah, ankles are too expensive. Yeah, we only have... Yep. (laughs) We have enough to get three quarters of the way down. Because everything else about her outfit I love. I love her coat. I think her coat is, like, incredible. Mm -hmm. The... I love the suspenders. I think they're really fun. The sweater... The boots are, like, practical and appropriate. They're very much, like, current doctor boots. I feel like every doctor has been wearing boots very similar to that since... Hmm. And when I say every doctor, I literally mean, like, Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, well, David Tennant notably wore, <laughs> wore chucks, but... Yeah. Yeah, I just don't get these pants. And that's, I guess, the bottom line, is I think that her pants are stupid still. Yeah. They have what... not grown on me. But when there's a flood, her ankles will be wet, but her cuffs will be bone dry. That's true. That's true. And then everything will be coming up the doctor. That's right. (laughs) Oh, boy. So uh, what I was going to say that you're going to be really happy about with this season is we have 10 episodes. Uh We have 10 stories. No two-parters. Yes. Oh, Oh, nice. I am very happy. That is good news. Because, oh man, that is interesting. Has there has there been one story in New Who that's been multiple parts that you feel has earned it? Uh, I want to say Silence in the Library and Quiet Dead. Okay, that's the first one that comes to mind for me. No wait, is that the... is that the right pairing? Silence in the Library, Forest no, of the Forest Dead. of the Dead. Yes, sorry. Right. I was like, as I said it, I knew I was saying the wrong episode because Unquiet Dead is a different episode. Right. It's the Mad Libs. What kind of dead are we fighting? This? <laughs> yeah, you stick of the, and you can stick anything at the yeah. beginning and anything at the end. Um, the horror of the blank. I, I'd say that that's a good two-parter for me. Um, Family of Blood in the second part of that were pretty good. Or first part. I, I acknowledge that those are really good episodes, but I personally don't like them very much. Okay. Yeah. Um, technically good, just one... not you. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Empty Child, uh, Dr. Davis is really good, too. Yeah. So I guess I'm saying, of the many things that the Davis did not do well, he did two partners mm. better than... Um... <laughs> Those are both Stephen, written by Stephen. Oh, Marcus. that's true. That's Moffat <laughs> under the Davis. <laughs> but like once mm. Moffat had to do them on his own, I didn't like his two well, partners very much at all. Well, he did a whole season of them. No, he didn't. There were. Mm. I mean, not fully. Not. It was like. I want to say four two-parters, then a single episode, then a three-parter end the season or something. Hmm. Wait. Who? Are we talking about the Davis or? I'm talking about Moffat. Moffat. Which season's that? Uh. uh oh yeah. One, two, three, okay, four, it was the six, one with seven, um. Eight. Uh, Maisie Williams. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That was, right. that was almost a three-parter, sort of. Mm. 
So at least had... she had three appearances. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's right. Oh, I've forgotten that that was a, that that series was like a bunch of of two parters. I might still stand by the fact that I didn't like both parts of any of them. We covered that season, and <laughs> you didn't. Oh, um, yeah. please see our previous episodes yeah. to hear me not like things. <laughs> but anyway, they so yeah, ten episodes, ten different stories. Cool. Chris Chibnall said it's like, like, um, to avoid Forrest Gump comparisons, a box of chocolates. Mm-hmm. Just like hey. the story. All of the stories should cover something for everyone is the idea. Ooh. Okay. So there's no arc? Um, unknown. Because mm-hmm. as much as I, I don't... See, here's the thing. As much as I don't like multi-part stories, I love an arc. There could still be an arc. I mean, there was that one uh, season with Matt Smith where, you know, he had his jacket and then he didn't have his jacket. And oh my gosh. And... Oh, I love that. <laughs> is, that an, is that an arc? Or is that just he didn't have his jet? Like I, no. I, I remember the significance of it. It has to do with the crack. Yeah, but like that—that that wasn't a series or a season or whatever the term we want to use, English or American. Um, that was like all about Amy and Madame Kevorkian and all that stuff. But it was an arc throughout the season. It mm. kept coming up. Like they were all different stories, but they all had like some sort of thing that tied into an underlying yeah. story, kind of. Yeah, thing? yeah, the story of River. Right. That's not the same season. <laughs> Those are two different it? seasons. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the jacket I is mean, season five was... with the cracks. <laughs> yeah. And then season uh, six yeah. was Madam. It's not. Co- it's not co- It's been so long. It? <laughs> it's been a long time. I feel like. I feel like it's not. I feel like it's Kovarian. I think you're right. Yeah, it's almost. It, no, I feel like I would have remembered it is, if no. they actually made it Kovarian. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like you know, like that's. Because I couldn't remember the name, and I said that, and it just kind of stuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's supposed podcast. to invoke yeah. Kevorkian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, and, and that would be fine if it's just like a little, like, Easter egg-y type thing. Yeah. Or, you know, like a one, like a like a ten sec- five second or a ten second shot lingering on something that you don't find the significance of until later. I love that stuff. Like, I am mm-hmm. totally fine if that's what we're doing. I just would like, like, I like things being seeded I mean, throughout the episode, but it well, doesn't have to be like, like, I'm dedicating all of this time to mm-hmm. one story. Yeah, I feel like there'll be something. There'll, there'll be something to make the finale a finale. Mm-hmm. So, which one of the the companions is the most specialist special person in the world? <laughs> well, we've got three to choose from. Yeah. Can't be the white guy. Wait, <gasps> the old white guy. You mean. The old white guy. Yeah. Boo. So we have like we have like an older dude as a companion. How do people feel about that? Haven't we had I mean, them before? Not really. I want to say that the oldest. Tec- by uh, technical definition, oh yes, good. Is, oh boy, you. the oldest person and not the doctor to be in the TARDIS is probably uh, the Brig. Oh, was Wolf? Madeline undead? Was oh, Wilf never in Wilf. the TARDIS? Oh, oh yeah, Wilf. Okay, well, never mind. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, so not the oldest, yeah, but so... certainly it's not common. No, no, well, in like the TARDIS, especially. To... Sorry, go ahead, Sophie. 
just thinking back to like the really old stuff too the first companions were two adults and then susan who was mm-hmm. like i guess a teen preen tweet preteen maybe mm-hmm. tween let's say teen yeah. she was in so, school yeah, yeah so let's say teen yeah um and then pretty much anyone beyond that was like within the adult range we didn't really get anyone because like usually whoever ends up being a companion with the doctor is someone who's thirsty for adventure and wants to like go out and explore and whatever and that usually typically ends up being someone either an adult or younger because i guess that's the demographic they're trying to appeal to hence why we get characters like ace and um susan and that kind of thing yeah sure there's there's self-inserts yeah yeah so like when you have an older companion maybe like that's sort of because older people too they kind of like uh you know i did the whole adult thing where i you know got a, a job and got married and got kids whatever i was like i'm done with that shit i want to do other stuff so hmm so is this character for dads that are mad that the doctor's a woman or whatever and that's what <laughs> you I know what i don't know Maybe. like are, are they gonna be like is he going to be the butt of the jokes like, is he going to be, oh, no, no, no. And then they're going to be like, turns out we can, old man. Um, <laughs> from from what I've seen in the, like, from what was shown in the trailers, I would say no. It doesn't seem like. He does seem to be a bit of a stick case. in the mud. Like, I don't think this is a good idea, I mean, you guys. Well, maybe a little bit at first, but I'm sure he, like, loosens up. Yeah. I guess, like, it'll come up like, dude, if you're going to be such a wet blanket, why are you even coming along? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna have he, some kind of coming along in the first port. Yeah. yeah, like like motivation or reason or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it looks like, based on the one minute um, preview, not preview, but sample clip. Yeah, clip, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. we're going to run into him separately from the other two. Yeah, yeah. Because he wasn't there. Because he wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, yeah. Brilliant deduction. But like, <laughs> like two young people. Sure, like make, sure. makes perfect sense, yeah. right? Classic <laughs> no. Doctor Who. Um, I thought it was interesting that um, for previous Doctors, I'm thinking of Matt Smith in particular, but I feel like in the in with other Doctors as well, it's always been like, "Oh, I can show you the universe," or mm-hmm. "Where do you want to go?" Yeah. And mm-hmm. for Thirteenth Doctor, she's like, "I need your help. Be my friends." Mm-hmm. That was an interesting. <laughs> I mean, Which at least does... that's the way the trailer's framing it. Yeah, yeah, it could sure. end up being completely different. Even if it does wind up being like that, though, that just follows along with the character's arc from, like, the last, what, two, three, four, five seasons? Yeah, yeah like, the like... whole, I'm I'm old and I'm alone and I just, you know, want some friends. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I think I'm just, I'm, oh, oh. Is this is all, like... There's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. people are already there's already negativity around the fact that the doctor's a woman now. Yeah. And like still? Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. And there's going to be yeah. there's gonna be the entire time yeah. that she is the doctor. There's people who are still yeah. like mad about Peter Capaldi being old and not sexy. I mean, I would <laughs> argue that he is still sexy, but it's, it's um, the Tumblr, so he's not Tumblr like fans. So. Exactly. Um, yeah. but so so it's like yeah it's kind of a can of worms trying to unpack things like a line in the trailer saying 
do you want to be my friends? Because it's like, are we supposed to take it as she's less capable than one of the previous doctors and she needs to like have this support system? Or is this a positive thing? This is a doctor like who's trying to be more open and more um, or less aloof. Whereas (laughs) some of the previous like male doctors have more or less been like that. Like some more, Mm. some less. It's the kind of line that I could see uh, Matt Smith saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, I couldn't see. I don't know if I could see David Tennant saying that. Hmm. Um, I mean, I, certainly in the last episode of his run, he'd say something like that. Yeah, probably. But possibly. like, he could say anything. <laughs> no, yeah. like the older doctors, especially. <laughs> I almost feel like they had the companions basically to be a, you know, I'm so smart and I will explain things to you and by proxy the audience kind of thing. Oh, yeah. The classic doctors would never say that. Yeah. Right. Because the doctor's supposed to be... Except for maybe, um, maybe eight. Yeah, he's a little more... (laughs) Because he had, like, in, in the audio plays, didn't he have more of a cast of characters with him? Yeah. He, he, he went through, like, quite a few people and had multiple people on. At one time, um, but like even though even though the line could have been taken out of context in the trailer, the trailer was still made very deliberately, and like yes. that's that's what they're putting out there. And um, everything that has been released is very deliberate about yes. this. Yes, um, because oh, yeah. mm. Jodie Whittaker unfortunately has the cross to bear of being will a woman work as the Doctor, yeah. um, which doesn't need to be a question. Now, <laughs> hey, yes. Yeah. Uh, but Chris Jonal has been like emphasizing like it's it's going to be very ensemble-y. And uh, I mean, I guess that's kind of the st- it's the same kind of like reservations I have about that because on the one hand, I appreciate the the fresh direction and I love an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Like many of my favorite shows <laughs> feature ensemble casts. I think they're a lot of fun. And then you don't have to, like, lean on a particular character so much all of the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm nervous because because she, like, the new Doctor is a woman, and we're already introducing this into it, that it's kind of giving the, the implicit uh, sense that she's not good enough to be the capital D doctor on her own who's like mm. running the whole thing by herself and everybody else yeah. is kind of like tagging along. I, like I, I feel it's taking some of her authority away that in that sense. I think mm. I think what their idea is, I think I think it's a, a good-hearted idea but it ends up coming off like that is they're just trying to make this whole season Jerry Whitaker's reign of the doctor but like this whole iteration of who like bulletproof there's something mm-hmm. that you will like about this show mm-hmm. oh. regardless of what it is that's but... that's a concern though yeah. because like yeah. Yeah. you don't want to be making you don't want to be writing shows based on committee no you know? no like how many of you want to see far off situations and, <laughs> and lasers and wacky <laughs> many as, of you want to see as real world <laughs> as long as there's a speedo guy involved <laughs> oh, that one kid really first. likes the speedo guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you don't want to like writing things by committee, and especially writing things to the fans is, a, is almost always a terrible idea. Yeah, I mean, trying to please yeah. everyone, you're gonna please nobody. Yeah. For the, for the most part, Doctor Who tends to avoid just writing to 
placate fans, mm-hmm. which is yeah, good. yeah, less of the pandering and more of the we're gonna write a story we yeah. like. But yeah, I, but I feel like based on what I've seen, they're just trying to like again with the stuff about all ten episodes. There's something for everyone, and they're gonna have like a, a core cast of four. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like they're trying to give everyone a hook, mm-hmm. and maybe once we get into it, it'll be like business as usual. Yeah. Oh, I know. Everybody could just have their own hooks mm. that interlink. But you mentioned a team of four. Yeah. I'm wondering if maybe they're trying to take a page from like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where you got the one character <laughs> that's a tough guy, and you got the one character that's a smart one, and then you got the one character who's the leader, mm. and then you got the one character that's the goofball. Like, you know, you I mean, end up putting these yeah. tropes on these characters to make them distinct. Yeah. Which I hope they're not doing. <laughs> I mean, everyone's going to identify with someone no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think they're going to... feels like they're going to try and mm, build it as, as I said, more of an ensemble. Not like the Doctor. Thank you, Patrick. Like, whether, whether we're... I mean, we're, you know, a week out or something. We can't... No. We can't know yet. No. But um, that's what it feels like to me. And also, with the apart from Chris Chibnall, who's written before... Um, That's positive. I I am encouraged yeah. by the fact that this isn't somebody who's like never worked on the show before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I I won't say any of his episodes are like standout episodes to this point, but they're not terrible episodes either. Yeah. Um. So apart from him, I believe he's writing five episodes, hmm. half, and the rest are all new writers. Wow. <laughs> no 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 returning writers. Um, I mean, so then had... is it going to be like one and then the next and then go like back and forth? Or is it going to be a I chunk of him and then the chunk well, of the rest? It looks like he's writing the first two for sure. And then after he's that, he's probably going to write the last episode in the in the showrunner fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, we don't really know. And mm-hmm. from the sounds of it, there might be less emphasis on like a single writer writing an episode, and might have more emphasis on trying to. Have everything have a consistent voice or weird everything together. Has that ever been confirmed? Because I remember us uh-huh. talking in our like end of the season roundup and you I think you had found stuff online about there being a suggestion of a writer's room. Like did that ever get confirmed? Uh let's see here. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a great idea because then that way you can, you know, bounce ideas off of each other and it's like um, you can have another perspective. It's like, okay, well, why would this character do this? Can this joke be given to this character instead? You know, that kind of a thing. But then too many chefs spoil the broth kind of thing. Like, it's, it's that double-edged sword. It would well, be an interesting experiment because I don't know very many... I mean, I haven't watched every drama ever or every <laughs> non-comedy, non-animated comedy ever. Yeah. But, like, when I think of a writer's room, I think of comedies like sitcoms. Yeah. I don't think of... Like The Wire or Game of Thrones. Mm. Yeah, I mean those are all writers' room. Like, yeah, like um, Doctor Who is one of the most consistently inconsistent shows I've ever watched. <laughs> no, yeah, we said it before, and it makes no, sense. No season is one hundred percent amazing. That's true. Um, whereas um, a lot of American TV tends to be like, oh, it's good for the first couple seasons, and then. It, or it and, takes a couple seasons to get going. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who's like, this episode's good. This episode's not. And then, like, like <laughs> it's just all over the place. Everything kind yeah. of evens out to about a 60 to 70% per season. Yeah. 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 It sounds like they've all been working together. 
but like they're gonna be there's gonna be like one credited writer oh per okay. episode i mean so, that's usually uh, how the rooms yeah i mean we've had work we've had good episodes um written by writers who haven't written for the show again oh yeah mm-hmm. um amy's choice is one hmm. um the girl who waited is another oh those are both good episodes yeah um i mean there are also ones that are not as good but oh of course yeah of course i'm sure. not i think i would be more nervous if there was like i mean like nobody like had worked on the show before yeah like chris chibnall is at least familiar with the show as it stood up until last year i guess yeah, yeah. and even though everything is being changed um i think that probably helps to have like a little bit of a basis because you have a jumping off point yeah Mm-hmm. Um, For reference, he wrote 42, uh, the Silurian two-parter, mm-hmm. um, Dinosaurs on a Spaceship, and The Power of Three. I think, what was Pond Life? Is I that without a short? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think that's a short. And this is a PS is also a short. He also wrote a good chunk of the first season of Torchwood. Which is the better season of Torchwood. Or no, wait, was the first season or the second season better? I've heard that that Children of Earth is the good part of Torchwood. Yes, and the less said about Miracle Day, the better. Mm. Ah. Um, Ooh boy. Chibnall also not a fan of Miracle Day. It looks like Miracle Day is garbage. Um, the May. <laughs> I mean, what? end of discussion. We're not talking about that one. Sorry, no. guys. I think what got Chris Chibnall the job of new showrunner was Broadchurch, though. Has anybody? Got around to watching Broadchurch. No. no. I've not watched. That's, well, that's also, I think, where he met Jodie Whittaker. We have. It's on Crave, isn't yeah. it? It's on Crave, and or we Net have Crave. Or something. You know what? We're watching Broadchurch this yeah, week. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Oh David Tennant. Tennant and uh, Olivia Coleman. And it's supposed to be really good. And Chris Chibnall's charge yeah. of that. I think that's what got him the job. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, Arthur Darvel's in it, too. Huh. Fun. So, like, <laughs> basically it's the post-Who catch-all show? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. everyone. Um, also, in all ten episodes, we do not have a single returning monster. Really? Really. Yeah, which is very interesting mm-hmm. and kind of disappointing. Because, I mean, as a writer who handled the Silurians... It'd be nice to see him come back, but I guess they won't. But what if? So, like, no Daleks, no Cybermen, none no. of them? Nope. Hmm. Hopefully they're not, there's not, like, a, a race of sentient cupcakes. Oh, God. <laughs> or, like, makeup, uh, oh my God. makeup compacts or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wasn't there a perky story where, like, plastic flowers were shooting stuff on people's faces and suffocating That's them? That's Terror of the Autons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> if it's plastic, it's an auton. That's right. Uh, well, but they're, they're, so, that means they're not coming back either because they're an old villain. Yeah. yeah. No. So then that means like the master won't come back? And, no. Like, we haven't well, seen the Ronnie in forever. The master, but... the master and the Ronnie aren't monsters. Eh, they're enemies. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I'd, take, if, I, if I'd pick hairs there. Like, I, I think I think it's I mean, no returning villain at all. I don't think we're gonna see the master. Okay. Like based on the way we left the master at the end of the last season, I think we're taking a yeah. couple of seasons off from the master. Yeah. Um, Tardis Wiki yields a couple insights. Oh. Uh, <laughs> under aliens and enemies for this season, electricity creature. 
Ooh. <laughs> Laser gun men. Ooh. I'm sorry, what? Ribbons. <laughs> Ribbons? <laughs> yup. And giant spider creature. Okay, oh, that would be cool. Great. Man, giant spider creature does not sound appealing to me at all. Actually. So maybe, maybe oh, we man. might have this, the spiders from... Um, yeah. Terror of the spiders. Um, what's it called? Ah, it's Be- Beetlejuice. It's, no, 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 wasn't it a Pertwee story? It yeah, was. It's, it's, it's the, the last Pertwee, Pertwee story. story. Rigel something? Uh, I don't wasn't it just spiders from Mars? Or am I thinking cats? You're thinking of David Bowie. You're thinking of <laughs> David Bowie. <laughs> Never mind. I want that crossover, people. Come on. Uh, Ziggy Stardust is on the list of enemies. <laughs> no, he'd be, he'd be an ally. That's true. I think, ah. That's true. I think it's just called um, Planet of the Spiders. It's like yeah. Planet Sounds of the Apes. Right. But with spiders. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Um, anyway, it's not mm. them because they're no returning villains. So. Uh, that's not inherently a bad thing. No, it'll it'll give them a, a lot of, honestly, a lot of space to work with, um, enemy-wise, especially if there is no arc and they're all just sort of uh, a la classic who mm-hmm. independent standalone stories yeah because i'm wondering if this is like something chibnall's like gonna Ooh. continue in future seasons Met- or if he's Metabulous three or if he's just like Metabulous for the first three. season we're not gonna rely on anything see i hope it's just the first season yeah. because i think uh, <sighs> and then you get into a conversation about like tradition Oh, you know, like you. Uh, yes, but at the same yes, time, there's could. so much, like so much of Doctor Who is also some of these classic villains. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like people are gonna get people are gonna start getting itchy if we don't see the Daleks in a couple of seasons. Right? <laughs> yeah, or, or the Cybermen, or yeah, the Master, yeah. the Master, or I don't know who else. Are people like I, actually I kinda, miss. That might I be feel like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Like it's Davros as a subset of Daleks. But... I don't like Davros. Mm. He's just yeah. like, he's too like, like gleefully hand yeah. rubbing, and then he's like, oh <laughs> shit, I fucked it up yeah. again. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, the angels. I kind of feel like, I mean, speaking specifically about tradition and this upcoming Ooh. season. <laughs> tradition. Tradition. <laughs> If you go all the way back to the first Doctor and the second Doctor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, even for a little bit of the fourth Doctor's run, um, it was fairly common to have what I would consider a full TARDIS with four people traveling in it. So in that sense, it feels like that in itself, having so many companions could be sort of an appeal to like the real, well, oh. air, quote, air quotes, yeah. real hardcore Doctor Who fans who either started with the early, early stuff or went back to it and regarded it as, like, quote, the best. Mm. Yeah. But even then, just it sounds like so much of this series is going to be experimenting with maybe possibly taking Doctor Who in a different direction. This season is Doctor From Who like, jazz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all new villains, all new writers. Um, the most companions we've seen in the classic series across a full series a full season i want to say it um hmm. like all these new things a few callbacks to the old things 
as far like is she actually trapped on earth is that just like a one episode thing didn't the tardis blow up <laughs> she's probably just trapped because she's not she doesn't have the she has TARDIS. no idea who she is and doesn't get yeah right because uh, i feel like the trailer specifically says like new worlds yeah yes. uh, like as a line yeah. so i'm assuming yeah, she's true. gonna get off off planet yeah yeah hmm. um BBC's making good money now off Doctor Who. This isn't like like 1982 no. when they were making like <laughs> nothing. As oh, I yeah. a rock quarry. <laughs> As I mentioned off the top, they have new cameras for this series. <laughs> did you mention that? I did. But what oh. does that mean? It means are all digital now. Everybody's pores are going to look incredible. <laughs> oh man, that, that means that they can't just have like a bunch of cardboard tubes with with like a, a toilet plunger sticking out of them as a monster anymore. Unless that is the monster. The monster is garbage. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> rubbish. Get out of here. Oh. Made of rubbish. <laughs> um. It evolves into garbador. Because it's garb. <clears throat> yeah, she's just gonna she's just gonna encounter all the Pokemon. Right. You know what? I would love to see that kind of crossover. That would actually be really fun. Um <laughs> essentially they want they want the show to look more cinematic mm, um, and okay. they're, they're changing up the visual style of the show <laughs> oh no apparently. you didn't read the direct quote according to trade magazine broadcast the prediction is being supplied with brand new cameras and lenses which will give doctor who a quote razzle dazzle upgrade <laughs> end oh, quote no this is uh this is from the radio times <laughs> oh, oh, no. give them the old so, razzle dazzle yeah I'll be, um, I'll be counting the star wipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I mean, like I feel, I feel like the 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 byline for this series, which they are afraid to say, is "Forget everything you knew about Doctor Who." Mm. Yes, it feels like that's agree. what they're trying to address, but they don't want to say it in case someone's like, "Oh, I told you it was going to change Doctor Who." Uh, I guess. <laughs> I guess the question is like, what? Like, what can you distill down and still call Doctor Who? Obviously, the Doctor. Yes. The TARDIS? Do you even need yeah. the TARDIS? Because the third Doctor, like you guys were saying, like we'd mentioned earlier, had, had a no... good run of the TARDIS being <laughs> stranded on the... Had a car. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, he, was, he was stranded, but a lot of the time while he was stranded, he was either asking somebody or trying himself to fix the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah, the tra- so TARDIS was, was in frame. Central. Yeah. Well, um... And he still had the sonic screwdriver, too. Oh, of course. The... Oh, have you guys seen the pictures of the new Sonic? It almost looks like a wand. Harry Potter crossover confirmed. <laughs> Does it? I didn't think it did. Um... No? Uh, go back up to the picture. I'm going. Oh, it's taking so long. It's a long article. <laughs> oh, my God. There we go. It looks... It looks alien. Like, yeah. it definitely looks very alien to me. Well, the other ones had, like, a symmetry and order to them, where that this one doesn't. I I think I like it. Yeah. I think I want to see it in action. Mm-hmm. Like, how it looks on screen, as opposed to just, like, some intern holding it up. Mm. Um, it <laughs> looks... It looks sci-fi. Yeah. Like, it looks like... I feel like... The previous Sonics look like the 60s version of sci-fi, whereas ours <laughs> mm. looks like... Like, this one looks like a current version of sci-fi. Yeah. Like, it would have been in, mm. um... Like, a Ridley Scott movie. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks like something that the the Protoss from StarCraft would use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can see like like a like a, a crystal coming out of it, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and, the, and the lights going through it. Yeah, yeah. It looks very Tron. almost. <laughs> it looks almost organic, like organo metal. Yeah, yeah. I, well, that's why I was getting like the sort of wand vibes because it's usually some kind of a wood and then some sort of magical element within in it. So like crystal and like organic almost wood like but it's still metal and shiny and yeah. yeah it even looks like the metal has like a wood grain kind Is of it? appearance finish yeah. to uh, it. a little bit oh i see it it's yeah. got a grain to it i really like the design though it's so cool i would <laughs> totally buy this toy the <laughs> most different from any other actually d- d- scroll up again sorry yeah it has an ergonomic handle yeah <laughs> yeah oh. Since well, since I mean, it's somewhat this is, this is this is the toy version. The, the cur- I, yeah, okay, but like that's <laughs> the only reference we got, man. I know. I'm just sure, saying, like it might be a little bit gonna, different. I, I mean, the prop is just going to be a slightly more detailed. Surely, it's not going to be wild, like that difference. Yeah. I'm trying to not say this, but I'm going to mm-hmm. say Go it. For it. The curve at the bottom is a similar curve. <laughs> That you see uh, this on is, this some. Is too mu- this is too much fuel for people who uh... don't like. <laughs> it looks like a vibe. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, it doesn't have the boober at the end. Yeah. <laughs> what boober? <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't all have. Do you mean like the rabbit? Like with the ears? The rabbit. Oh, what are you? T- what are you using, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on. Yeah, let's move on. That's, that's fine. Doctor Who after dark. So we know because it just to just to 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 wrap it up. Claw that claw that that window open. No, shut it. Because it looks so wand like, magical wand like. Is this perhaps maybe Doctor Who's finally admitting that it's science fantasy? Could be. Yes. We'll see what they claim to pass off as science. <laughs> I'm just waiting for them to throw in a reverse the polarity. Oh, man. It's <laughs> coming. You just know it. Come on. I, I don't me. know. You're expecting a reference to the earlier series? All yeah. New, all not, new catchphrases. That's not what we're about. Oh, God. What's her catchphrase going to be? I hope she doesn't have one. She's going to have <laughs> one. Did, did Capaldi have one? They don't all one? have a catchphrase, surely. Did uh, Capaldi have one? Sort of. No. It's just him I mean, mostly him being him people. being Scottish, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> curmudgeonly, I guess. Grunting yeah. disapprovingly, I guess. Huh. I feel like the catchphrase was only something that um, Tennant did, really. Uh, I mean, Smith, Matt Smith Matt had Smith a few. I... X is cool. Oh, uh, that was definitely one. Yeah, Geronimo as a as a sub as a one B. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we knew we know a couple of historical figures that are going to appear. In the season, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we have Alan Cumming as James the First. I'm excited just for Alan oh, Cumming. Wow. Yeah, it's about time. Man, I like him. Well, it's been—I mean, it's been uh, built up quite a bit, right? Been a long time coming. Ah! <laughs> We've moved on. See, high five. Um, I mean, he's going to be James the first, and I think it said that there was going to be likely a witch's Some course, yeah. Yeah. So, like, how many of these plots are going to be, like, women, you know? 
that is something that we don't know yet. Because mm. I saw the, like, because I was looking at your notes, because they're directly in front of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the other historical figures we're going to see is Rosa Parks. That's right. So, mm. like, is this, is this the feminist season of Doctor Who? Vice, I wrote your headline for you. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, I mean, I I think I think whether it wants to be or not, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like it's people are gonna view it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 That'll be interesting to see how that's like. Is it gonna be? Is Rosa Parks gonna be involved in the plot, or is it gonna be five minutes at the end where? Huh. Rosa and Parks that girl is there. turns out. To yeah. Be Rosa Parks. Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah, man yeah. is Albert Einstein. <laughs> and now for something completely different. How about that logo? <laughs> Logo's cool. Logo's fire. Honestly, I could not. If somebody was like, draw what the previous logos looked like, I'd be like, oh. I don't don't even remember what the previous logo was. One of them definitely (laughs) has one of the letters as a TARDIS, or the TARDIS is at the end of the logo. It's like like a line drawing of the TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, This one, it kind of looks like it's not all the way through the letters, but like through the D and then the, the end. It kind of looks like a bullet went through the whole thing. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I got... It's more streamlined than some of the previous logos, because the previous ones have been very blocky looking, Mm -hmm. from what I do remember. Yeah, I got... uh... I mean, it is also with the times, too, right? Like, you look at old logos of stuff like, I don't know, Pepsi or whatever, and basically it came to an era where it's like, stretch it, skewed, and turn it all around. Because, like, we can't just have it square... That's boring. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it's very minimal. That's just what they're doing. They're just using, like, a more modern font that, like, because when you look at stuff now, it's just kind of, like, a little bit more stark. Not quite so blocky like the 70s kind of did, but. If you look at when Eccleston started 13 years ago. Wow. Yeah. um, That has aged. What? Quite, like, just the show itself. Well, The logo. Yeah. I'm literally going to Google doctor who logos so i can look at them because i could not oh here we go whoa i forgot about some of these uh later doctor who logos oh man the lady yeah. one is the worst <laughs> yeah. i mean there's a lot of bad ones yeah yeah okay is it it's good it's good it's a good logo that's good i that oh good. that's right it was it was the d and the w made it look like a tardis yeah yeah, that was the previous. Yes. Yeah. yeah. With, with the new one, like, it looks like in some versions of it, where I guess this is for some sort of BBC bumper, because it's got the BBC over top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it kind of looks like there's... The one I'm looking at right now doesn't have it, but when I looked at, like, five seconds ago, did. At the end of it, there's, like, almost a, a blue thing. Like, it was a bullet, as Sofa's saying, that was, like, shot through the words. Because it got a bit of a blur to it. Or it's at, like... The or it was at like the end or the top of some sort of magical staff. I'm just gonna keep coming back to magic. <laughs> All right, we got witches. Yeah, we've got some sort of fantasy elements in the in the sonic uh, sonic screwdriver. Hmm. Maybe that's episode two. <laughs> what if Shakespeare had magic words? Ooh. Wait. Wait, didn't we have that episode? You yep. did that already. Oh no! And they saved it with the power of Harry Potter. We also have. A new version of the theme song, which is not surprising. We don't no. haven't heard it yet, so can't really say much about it. Yeah, but it's yeah. the first time in the new series that it's not been done by Murray Gold. Ooh. Oh, 
that's that's the most significant part about it yeah. because Murray Gold he has been there scored since... the entire new series. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we have uh, Sagun Akinola, uh, who is the composer for the new series. This should be. What else has has he done? Let's see. I mean, a lot, some lot stuff. of stuff on BBC TV. Hmm. Shaun the Sheep. Terribly. No, this, is, this is his his biggest. Uh... Looks like he's been doing a lot of documentary work. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Which is it is interesting. Yeah, I hope hope they leak the theme, the theme tune, and like, like pretty soon, like before, before the series starts. Yeah, I'd be keen to hear it. Yeah, I think it, I I don't know if I want to. I think I want to hear it like with the with first the, episode. Yeah, I want to yeah. like set the scene. Yeah. Like I've I have no qualms about watching the trailers and stuff, but uh, I think. I think now that I'm just like we're talking about it right now, I think I want to hear it with the show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you listen to it, don't send it to me. I guess. Don't at me. Yeah. yeah. Don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So Sunday nights. So. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. So <laughs> Doctor Who's been on Saturday for. I want to say since it's come back since 2005. I think so. Um. But and now is moving to Sunday, and again I'm going to use Game of Thrones just to stand in for prestige drama, but like is that another move towards making it seem like a more prestigious show? Because we're now we're now ten episodes Sunday nights, which is what Game of Thrones are, and a lot of other prestige dramas are are on on Sundays as well. Mm. Or is it just like change for change's sake? Mm. Well, if it's trying to be a prestige drama, I would think that it would have an arc. Yeah. yeah, it probably will maybe have just, something. Maybe just trying mm-hmm. to be like cool kids. <laughs> I wonder if, like, is this a chicken egg thing about the um, the extended time of the show? Mm. Is it they wanted to mm. do an extent, like they wanted to add length to each yeah. individual episode, and you can't, like, there's just not room to do it on Saturday, or did they move to Sunday, and now they can, and it allows them to add time? Like, be, kind yeah. of which one came first? It could be yeah. that, and they could have they could have maybe a more consistent time on Sundays than it on Saturday. Was it inconsistent? I feel like it would change from yeah. week to week. It could be like an hour, hour and a half difference. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I guess it's hard to think about that kind of stuff because we're we're in Canada. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like space is going to air it at like mm-hmm. eight o'clock on Saturday yeah. night, eight or nine o'clock. I forget now. No matter what, we're always. It's, it's always after the fact for us. So when yeah, it so there's airs. there's consistency yeah. in the rebroadcast here because yeah. that's just a, the nature of the beast. We don't have a lot of stuff that's like, well, this show maybe may go this long or it may go this long. Except which, for sports. Except for sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, really, yeah. Yeah. Or, or Bern- award shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Burton has a very different like TV culture. Like Saturday's a big night tv for them for us it's nothing no they also do you know christmas is big for tv for them yeah and not here at all um there's a rumor that the christmas special might be on at new year's instead but i don't believe Ooh. that no, i don't know i think that is a rumor that would be the biggest shake-up based <laughs> on what i know about english culture mm-hmm. and how important it is to get drunk with your relatives and watch doctor who on christmas <laughs> mm-hmm. yep yeah so like 
I think they want to recontextualize the show in everybody's brains. Hmm. Basically. Yeah. So, oh, bottom line, you're thinking yeah. that this is, like, many of these changes are a move to making it a prestige show. Yes. Okay. I think that is that is what they would like. <laughs> um, whether that happens or not, but, like, every change is toward, seems to be towards that for me. Hmm. I feel you. Um, I feel like this, yeah. I, I, I agree. Like, that's maybe the long game. But with mm. this season, it seems like just the fact that there, there's no confirmed arc. And maybe they're just doing that to cut out speculation. Mm. So people aren't, you know, so the fans aren't, like, rapidly thinking, it's going to be this. Mm-hmm. And then when it's not... They can say, oh, it wasn't this. It's the worst Doctor Who season ever. And it's because Doctor Who is a woman. <sighs> and all that stuff. Maybe they're just trying to defend themselves by, you know, avoiding the whole arc thing up front. But without that, it I don't know. It just feels like it's an experimental season where maybe they're not putting it together by committee. But they're certainly, I mean, like as Chloe has said a bunch of times, trying to make, and you've said a bunch of times yourself, G, um, trying to make a Doctor Who for everybody. Nah. And then they're probably going to watch the you know, demographics. Which episode did the best? Okay, that one. The next season is just a bunch more of that. There, There's an entry on the TARDIS wiki of, for Series 11. It's called Series Mysteries. Ooh. I'm not going to read it. It's just a bunch <laughs> of stuff that would sound like nonsense. They're all from the same, <laughs> they're all from the same, same source. source. So I'm just kind of curious okay. what this source is. It was number seventy. Sort of Doctor Who deep throat. It was from Radio yeah. Times. Chris Chibnall clues. Okay, All so right. yeah, it's just Chris Chibnall has. Is it just literally like he, he just, just said a bunch of words? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he just said a bunch of words, and he's like, <laughs> "These are things you may see." So, like again, they won't. They don't really mean anything. Well, one of the words he said was Rosa. Okay. And we know Rosa Parks is going to show up. Yeah. So some of these might not be mysteries per se. Yeah. Just some of these mm-hmm. may be... Things that will be touched on mm-hmm. in the show. Some of these, like, yeah. Some of these sound like they could be planets or, like, species. alien species. Yeah. Ribbons. Ribbons. <sighs> Umbreon. <laughs> no, no, no. Sylveon's Maybe... one with ribbons. No, it, one, one of the clues is Umbreen. Mm-hmm. Oh. Maybe one of the, the, the enemies is a uh, an AR game like Pokemon Go. Ooh. Weird. And the doctor I mean, we did have them all. <laughs> Man, we had villains that had emojis for faces. <laughs> oh, I forgot how stupid that was. We did do that, didn't we? <laughs> I don't think I minded that episode, though. I don't remember. Oh, that was the robots, right? I was think I'm thinking of a different episode, I think. I wonder if I'm thinking of the graffiti episode. Oh, that one was weird. Yeah. No, you the the ones with the emoji faces, those were the robots on Mars? Where you like you had to keep smiling because if you were sad they thought something was wrong with you and would kill you or kill something? You. Yeah. 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 It was called Smile, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, fun. What? Mm-hmm. For episode one, Jody did all her own stunts. Oh, nice. Cool. cool. Yeah. I mean, we'll know what those entail. Probably a lot of episode. running. 
probably mostly running. <laughs> Being the doctor is great cardio. Yeah. <laughs> Themes of relationships, friendships. Uh, Jody Whitaker said it was hopeful and fizzing with wonder. Ooh. This season. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty magical <laughs> to me. Fizzing even. I'm, uh, <laughs> I want to I wanna be optimistic about this. And it's such a like internalized misogyny thing to say, but this sounds so feminine. Mm. And I'm like so nervous about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, it is definitely a danger. Like Doctor Who friendship is magic. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a disparaging show. I really I mean, enjoy it. So. No, no, I, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. not disparaging the show at all. But and I think like there because, is. Yeah. But, like, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic was geared towards a specific demographic, and that demographic being young girls. Which isn't to say that other people can't enjoy it. Of course they can. Mm-hmm. But there's still that underlying tone. Yeah, exactly. I... But, oh, that, I mean, it becomes such a complicated conversation, because it's like, why, why am I nervous about the idea of this beloved show becoming more female friendly like what what is what does that what does that mean for society what does that mean for me personally like why am i nervous about these things that like and and also like why are relationships and friendships female focused things ideas yeah why why is that not something that everybody can enjoy why does that sound girly i i mean i i think you could describe i think i'm gonna have a lot of these like because little capitalist moments. little moments, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I capitalist think rubber barons are solopreneurs. That's why. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, you could argue that, you know, Doctor Who right from the get-go is all about friendship because he would have companions all the time. He well, hardly ever traveled on his own. True. Well, I think you could describe yeah. a lot of seasons of Doctor Who with these exact words. Yeah. <laughs> like. True. Like, uh, Fifth Doctor sacrificing himself to save Perry, a person that he doesn't even know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, like uh, Twelfth Doctor and Clara. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Eleventh Doctor and the Pond. Like, it, like <sighs> this is all just because men are trash. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's true, and hopefully, maybe this uh, this series will go go away too, <laughs> uh. <laughs> away from men. <laughs> Yeah, I I think I I want I really do want this to do so well, and I'm trying to be optimistic. It's and it's just really difficult because when you look on on like Reddit or other or Facebook, oh, Facebook's just like a cesspool. Don't look on Facebook. Um, <laughs> but anywhere where people are discussing Doctor Who in general or the upcoming season, you scroll down sometimes troublingly not that far and Mm. sometimes quite a ways and you're going to find this like either explicit or subtle misogyny that is coming along with this season where people are reacting really badly to it and you know maybe maybe they will go out of their way to say it's not that I hate women, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah. there is a lot of that. There is a lot of that going on, and ob- obviously, what we can all do is ignore them. We can always ignore yeah. the <laughs> trolls, but 
I just think it's so unfortunate that this is something that this season has to has to address, really, mm-hmm. and yeah. that, and for me personally, I'm I'm bothered by the fact that this is something that I'm worried about. Yeah. yeah. It's just unfortunate that they have to endure the same thing that the new Ghostbusters had to. Like, oh, they're all women. Yeah. It's going to be garbage. It's like, how about you watch the movie first and <laughs> then you can decide whether it's garbage or not. Mm-hmm. I mean... You know what I mean? I'm... Oh, and, and unfortunately, and bringing up the, the new Ghostbusters, people are... Because that movie had problems. Yeah. It, it did. But it was still like, a good movie. It wasn't, like, yeah. It wasn't as good yeah. as it maybe could have been. And people mm-hmm. are using that as fodder for why this is going to be bad. Yeah. Because regardless of the dozens and hundreds of terrible garbage male driven <laughs> media oh, that yeah. is out there, oh, you yeah. have one less than stellar female driven television show, movie, mm-hmm. cartoon, whatever, and anything oh we we can't have women we can't have women at the front because it's always garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember can't remember the comedian now, but it's like after a Jason Statham movie bond bombs, they never say, Well, we can't do man movies anymore. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Double well, standard. Um, and that's and that's the thing. You've brought up how you you've brought this up many times before, you did it today. Um, Doctor Who is a consistently inconsistent show. Yeah. Yeah. If but the problem is if this season reaches the same level of consistent inconsistency, people are going to say it's garbage. Mm. And yeah. the reason why is because we had a female doctor. Yeah. Which is, you know, if you'll pardon my French bullshit. It is. Yeah. I, and, but that is the reality of, of this change. And I'm so glad that we're making this change, but yeah. it's something that is going to have to, that, that's, that's going to be out there this whole season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I put a little blame. It's going to be the constant background radiation. I put a little blame on old uh, John Nathan Turner, who was running the show in the 80s. Okay. A couple mm-hmm. of times they were like, oh, maybe it'll be a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't. So, so we have to do this now. Yeah. Like in 2018. Because I think once we get <laughs> yeah. this season, I have I have every faith that it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can't say mm-hmm. that 100% because we haven't seen it, but I have every faith <laughs> that it's going to be. Um, and once that the season's done, I think everyone will relax like a little bit. Yeah, the people who are shitty about it once. are always going to be shitty about it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But like, like, and 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 like the the highest goal, the best thing it could achieve would be like, it's so good that people are like, hey man, you, you watch this this new season, yeah, yeah. Too, right? That's 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 the that's what they want. That's the dream. Yeah, that's what we all want. Yes. My worry is that, going back to what we said earlier about them trying to please everybody. Mm. You can please some of the people some of the time, but you can't please all the people all the time. And I feel like when they're trying to please everybody, then it's going to kind of water everything else down. So, like, maybe they'll try a little th- a little bit of everything, and then once they get a feel for what's going on, then they could be like, all right, we're going to go with this, and if you don't like it, tough cookies. <laughs> I mean, my impression of the whole, like, it's a it's going to be a series that everybody can enjoy is that... And I mean, I got to keep harping on this. If there is no arc, if it's just a bunch of individual <laughs> stories, it'll be that like, you know, person A really loved episode number two. Well, mm-hmm. person B thought that was okay, but really loved episode number six. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Box um, of chocolates. Yep. But, but I think that Doctor Who has always 
been for everyone. Yeah, that's yeah, always for been sure. the point of it. Um, I mean, there are times where it's gotten like a little dark, where it's like mm-hmm. maybe like little kids should be watching some of it, but <laughs> hiding behind like, the couch kind of thing. Maybe yeah. the yeah, yeah. like maybe the the Cyberman episodes at the end of oh, man. Capaldi's last oh, man. season. Oh, those mm. were messed those up. Were, like man. pretty freaky. Yeah, mm. Capaldi had a lot of like kind of heavy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Liquid yeah. that made metal invisible. Yeah. Whoa. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. The the first yeah. time we saw the the Cybermen and Capaldi's run. Oh yeah. Um I mean I was even thinking like Heaven Sent Hell Bent. Great mm-hmm. great yeah. episodes, but like heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole thing with like a shielder and like her and Clara's death. Some yeah. of that was heavy, and then there was like Terrible stuff, but but weirdly, I think we might get more stuff like that. Mm. I think so. I think like, I mean, they're they're going for maybe a soft reboot rather than a hard reboot, but like they're definitely changing so much of the series that I feel like whatever you know charges might be laid against the trailers or the one minute of the one episode is being like all colorful and friendship is magic and all that <laughs> mm. i feel like that's got to be just like the coding on what the series will actually be mm. and that like maybe not every episode will will end with some sort of terrible tragedy like by the end of the series it's not like one of the companions is going to be beheaded because they decided to do what was right all the time yeah um can but you I feel that's like terrible <laughs> yeah, rocks fall everyone dies <laughs> i feel like i feel like it's definitely going to be a series where on the surface it seems very approachable, very friendly. But even if it's, um, even if there are stories where it's on one level, it maintains that. And then, you know, people watching it with maybe a little bit more attention pick up on some sort of darker subtext. Mm-hmm. That'll be in place or at the very, at the very least. So. Well, it's something that like, there's... if you've never ever watched Doctor Who and you started with this doctor, would you enjoy it kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, I feel like even though every episode is going to be different and whatever way that means whether it's historical periods or just someplace sci-fi on the... places yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. i think that there's probably going to be a through line much like in the logo ah. <laughs> of, of things maybe being a little darker than they seem yeah um, or if not darker then more more uh having more depth than what they may may seem to having to dodge more bullets than necessary i think yeah i think i think they're they're the way they're making it accessible the most is by basically removing any need for like paying attention to continuity to this point Mm. yes which is not the first time they've done that in the new series like season six was also (laughs) a bit of a soft entry point was it not yeah that was was when they moved it season six that was Mm -hmm. my second season yeah was that the first season that it aired in the States on BBC America? Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, like, and wasn't that the season where they did, like, the little preamble before the show? Like, Amy Pond was like, I'm the Flash and I got lightning powers through lightning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to be the number one hero through training at oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember that yeah. episode. They, they, all, <laughs> they also said the most, I remember them talking about the most recent season as being a jumping on point. With, like, Bill. Yeah, I guess 
it's helpful to have things be jumping on points. <laughs> Turn to <laughs> Join us next week. Yeah. For more insight. For more insight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This here's the season 11 now. It's uh, good to extend. It's like comic books, right? It's like good to extend the hand <laughs> yep. to people who want to get into it. I don't want to start at the very beginning. No. Yeah. 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 No, and you can always get go back if you want exactly yes. Doctor Who's really good for that yeah like yeah. if you want lots of current season and then kind of go back and fill it in it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty good you start to see connections but it's not like a straight arc mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. all of the Doctors no it's it's like it's more like fun little easter eggs yeah mm-hmm. like oh them again yeah uh-huh. yeah you're, you're never gonna get the, the Vanguard as uh, one of the Doctor's iterations sorry the the Valyard Sorry, Valyard. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Whatever, I was close. Anybody have anything that they want to mention that we didn't cover? Get hype! Yeah, I know yeah. I am. Are we hype? I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm real hype. Hype. I'm, I'm, I'm more hype than I sound. I yeah, feel yeah. like I'm like, I sound like really nervous and like You're down like, about it, but I, I yeah. am pretty hyped about it. We yeah. All, we all love Doctor Who a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. We want it to yeah. be. We're doing a podcast yeah, about it. We want it to be the best that it can. No. And so next yeah. week is the first episode. Yes, October seventh. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sunday, Sunday, October seventh. Cool. It was sort of uh, not very considerate of them to move it to Sundays, re- vis-a-vis doing this podcast. But we'll make mm-hmm. it work. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh yeah. We um, might have to try to rein in our podcast a little bit. Make it a little shorter. Next week we potentially have more people. Yeah. If that's it, we will go to plugs. Mm. What's right. my what's my Instagram name now? Z, what would you like to plug? <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll start. Okay. Um, I would just like to say that uh, if you agree with me that uh, <laughs> this is Doctor Who's turn into uh, science fantasy, mm. you know, let me know on Twitter at Nick S C Zach. And also, if you're interested in Beowulf, check out bloggersbeowulf.com. Zach spelled Z-A-C-H, right? That's right. Yeah. So I have been neglecting my Instagram because con season ended for us at the end of July because it was taken over by planning for our wedding season. But I will be back on my Instagram uh, now that that's over. I'm Normal Wolf Cosplay. And... I mean, whether you agree with me or not, I guess you can PM me on Instagram if you really want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, preferably just follow and like check out my works in progress and costumes. And I'll try to minimize the wedding pictures I post in the in the near future as I get them because <laughs> it's fine. I don't need to post those all over the place. But yeah, Normal Wolf Cosplay is my Instagram. Okay, I guess I can plug my Instagram as well. Um... It's sofa cushion art, all one word. Uh, I do post some art. A lot of it's posting, you know, cute pictures of the bun and, um, again, like stuff from the wedding, miscellaneous things. I also have a link to my deviant art on my my homepage, which I have neglected, unfortunately. <laughs> I really should post more stuff there. I do have a lot of old stuff from like a year or two ago that I could potentially post because you know it's not like it's a secret anymore. You know, gifts for people. Mm. <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah, you know, like, 
Like the Mordecai and Rigby that I made for, for G. Hmm, Man, that if, kind of thing. If you don't, I'm just going to like go around our apartment and take pictures <laughs> of things and be like, if you want something like, if you want a commission, just email. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Um, if you want to hear more from me, I am at Victory Lime on Twitter and on Instagram. And if you cannot get enough Nick action. I uh, can't. Ooh. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Head on over to fanthropological.com where we should have uh, almost 100 episodes, each covering a different fandom each week that Z and I do with our other friend, Nick T. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So check that out. But uh, yeah, if you're listening to this on a, on a podcatcher, iTunes or whatever, please do leave a, a rating and review. If you disagree with us vehemently, let us know and we'll tell you <laughs> why we're right and you're wrong. Yep. Help us uh, climb up those ranks with those reviews. Yeah. But otherwise, if you found this on uh, on Twitter or, or Facebook or whatever, leave a comment. What did you think of the episode of Doctor Who? Well, in the future when we do them. Uh, how are you feeling about Doctor Who? How do you feel about this episode of Who in Review? I don't think I ever said the name of the show. Yeah, we're Who in Review. Yeah. We're all Who in Review. Maybe that's why I didn't. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> Join us next week. We're all Bowsette. Yep. Uh, that's right. So um, we'll see you next week with <laughs> a different iteration of a rotating cast of characters as mm-hmm. we review the first episode in series 11. Would you say a rotating cast of companions? Well, then wait, who's a doctor? <laughs> it's probably G. Also uh, rotating? I mean, wouldn't wouldn't it be like Chloe? What? Yes! <laughs> or... Oh yeah, that's right, because it's, it's a female doctor now. Nah. Yeah, and she's like, no, the we, put, blonde, we put the super so. crown on Nick and he's going to turn <laughs> into. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry, you were just about finishing your wrap up. Yep, I don't remember where I was anymore. You were saying if you want to listen to us next week with our rotating cast of companions, sure. Uh, well, you can listen here at, at, <laughs> at Who in Review. Um, so uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.